Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. In this episode, Tony teams up with the RSL Foundation and takes the book club on a field trip to Skyline High School, where he brought Jordan Allen and Justin Glad along with him to talk to the students about their love for reading. My name is Tony Baltrin. On behalf of myself and my teammates, Mr. Justin Glad and Mr. Jordan Allen, thank you for, uh, for coming and meeting us here today. This is a very warm welcome. We were quite expecting this. But thank you so much for taking time out of your busy school schedules and coming in hearing us talk and meeting with us and talking about our shared love for books. So the three of us started a RSL book club this year, but before we get into that, a little bit of history about ourselves. So in case you're not sure quite who we are, the three of us play professional soccer for the local professional team in Major League Soccer called Real Salt Lake. I've been doing that for 11 years, playing here in Salt Lake. I think, Jordan, this is your fifth, fifth year, and Justin, your fourth. Fifth, fourth, somewhere in there. Um, and let's see, before that, to kind of relate to you all, I grew up in Southern California and went to high school there. I graduated in 2005, which as I say that, I'm realizing some of you probably weren't born in 2005. Is that right? No, yeah, that's very strange. Let's not focus on that. Um, Justin and Jordan both graduated from, went to high school in Arizona, in Casa Grande, Arizona, where is our RSL Academy used to be there where they went every day, went to school and played soccer before and after school and graduated there and then made the jump to the professional ranks. That school, of course, is now located in Harriman where we train every day. So history done and out of the way. Let's talk a little bit about uh, books, about reading. Now I understand that in here we have a couple of English classes and the boys team and the women's soccer team. So. To, uh, to get started, people always ask me, when did, I first start playing, when did I first start playing soccer? That's a common question that I get. And I can remember that time. I can remember my cousin went to Italy. He was 10 years older than me. I was five years old. He brought me back a soccer ball. We started playing soccer on my front lawn, and that's how my love for the game blossomed. That's how it developed. But as I was driving over here, I was thinking, I remember that, but I don't remember um, when my love for reading really blossomed, or the first time I picked up a book, or the first time somebody read to me. And it's interesting because when you really think about the core of that question, uh, none of us remember that. Because of course, what's the first thing you do when you bring a, a brand new baby girl or baby boy home? Generally, you read to them, right? I have a 15-month-old son, and last year when my wife and I welcomed him to the, into the world, you know, he was young, he was an infant, obviously, and uh, I was out of my element. So what I did so he could maybe relate to my voice and get accustomed to my voice is I would hold him and I read uh, Robert Louis Stevenson's Tre Treasure Island to him. Um, you know, just so he could hear my voice and just so we could have that shared bond there. And uh, you know, this is something that he'll never remember but something that's very special to me. And probably all of us, if we really think about it, have a similar story with our, whether it be our parents, our grandparents, our aunt, uncle, primary caregiver, whomever. One of the first things you do with a child is read to them. And that's pretty interesting um, because what I wanted to talk about in this assembly, and I don't want to just sit up here and orate, three of us, I don't want us to do that. I want to make this uh, a good back and forth. And so I want to hear why all of you love reading and how you feel with your favorite books, things like that. 
And so when I think about that question, moving into that, reading is something that challenges you, it dares you to grow. And so it's interesting because um, a lot of times when you do read, you go to escape into another world, or you can go back in time, or you can go to anywhere you want. You can go to Africa, or Asia, or places that you've never been. Reading can take you there. But it also challenges you in different ways to, to learn, to develop as, as a human being. And that's kind of uh, the journey that began when you were an infant, when your parents started reading to you, and you were trying to make sense of the words and the shapes on pages, and then that moved into you understanding what those shapes meant and what the words meant, and then that moved into you trying to read and you know, struggling to formulate words and all that. Reading, in a sense, in books have really been our oldest friend, certainly one of my oldest friends, whether we realize that or not. So that's why I love reading so much, is because it's been there our, my entire life, all of our entire lives, and it forces us, it challenges us, it dares us to grow as human beings. So, like I said, I don't want to sit up here and talk all the time, so please, let's, uh, let's start there. Why don't some of you in the crowd, maybe we'll start with uh, an English student, tell me why you love reading and we'll get a dialogue going. Here, we'll have Justin go first, and then, <laughs> then someone else will follow. First of all, what's up everyone? This is a lot of people out there, that's cool. Um, so I first fell in love with reading. Um, as a kid, me and my family would go on road trips uh, a lot of the times. Um, and we'd always be listening to audiobooks and stuff like that. Um, so I was constantly listening to stories when we were driving, when we were maybe going to a soccer tournament or something like that. Um, and that's kind of where my love for reading developed. Um, again, I have uh, an older brother and an older sister who also love to read, so that kind of just got handed down to me in the, in the family that I was in. Um, I thought I was going to have more tone, but that's about it. I just <laughs> love reading. I'll take it away. Yeah. Uh, how's it going? Um, so for me, I think I can relate to a lot of you guys. Um, I read growing up, but I wouldn't say um, as enthusiastically as these two would that I love to read. Um, or I spent a lot of time by myself reading as a kid, because um, that's not entirely true. Um, as I've gotten older, um, as, as I've gotten more interested about the world, um, I've gotten way more interested in reading. Um, I found that it's the best way uh, to improve myself, um, to be more well-rounded. And a very cool thing that um, I've discovered through this book club that we've created um, is that I really enjoy um, reading stories and then discussing them with other people. Um, I'm sure you guys are the same way when you watch movies, you want to go to the movies with your friends and then as soon as the movie's over you get out of the theater um, and you discuss what happened, you talk about your favorite characters, um, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, and it's actually made me closer with my friends um, because I've been able to talk about things that otherwise I wouldn't be able to talk about with them. Um, so that's something that I've learned and I would encourage you guys um, since you're younger and you're, you have books available to you pretty much um, at any moment. Find a book that you and your friends are interested in um, and just talk about it. And I think it'll improve your friendships. Um, you'll find you'll learn a lot about yourself, learn about your friends. Um, and that's something I've just picked up in the last, really in the last year. Um, so that's how I would ex uh, explain my experience with reading for you guys. So I'd be really interested to see um, if you guys are reading any books right now, what you guys think of them as a class, um, as teams, um, if you don't 
maybe if asking you why you love reading isn't the best question, um, I'd love to hear what you guys are reading right now. And, uh, Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> am I wrong? <laughs> um, reading, is, reading is great. Um, I just think I don't want you guys to feel bad if you're not a reader. Because um, I felt like that as a kid growing up. I was a very good student. My parents were on me. Um, and whenever I was bored, my dad would tell me to go pick up a book and read. And to me, that was a response I didn't like to hear too often. Um, so it's okay to not want to go out of your way and read by yourself all the time. Um, but to start opening that, um, that lane and uh, getting your friends involved in, I think is something that, that's beneficial to everybody. So um, yeah, uh, what type of books are you guys reading right now as a class? I don't know if you guys are separated into different classes right now, if you're sitting wherever. Um, you guys want to throw out any books you're reading right now? In the back? The Odyssey. So I, I have read The Odyssey, although I think it was, uh, that was like maybe 2,000 headers ago, so I can't remember that well, <laughs> to be honest. I learned when I was in high school. Um, so tell us, uh, elaborate, why, is, why are you enjoying The Odyssey? <laughs> so, so you don't understand any of it. Is that because of the language? Or yeah. Okay, not because of the complexity of the story, just because of the language, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's reading something else, too. Okay. Harry Potter, all right. Um, yeah, the three of us immediately when we walked in here, we were very excited to see your your Hogwarts decorations here behind us and uh, and the four houses and that's that's very cool. You guys are the, the eagles, that's right? Yeah. yeah. So if we if we squint, it can it almost looks like a griffin. So we could be in, in Gryffindor house right now. So Harry Potter is very cool. Um, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> I heard you. The Fault in Our Stars. I have not read the book, but I did see the movie. And I did cry in that movie, yes. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, yes, right here. Sure, absolutely. What was the book? Uh, it was a book on economics. Nice. That's a great example. And again, you know, reading isn't just about something that's story-driven. There's, you know, fiction, there's nonfiction, there's a thousand different types of books that may be what you prefer to read. And uh, I like the sentiment a lot. Because, um, of course, reading can empower you to change the world. That's kind of actually what we got out of this book, Ishmael. Um, that was our last book in the book club. It's maybe not a book that the three of us would recommend to, to you know, a friend after reading it. But we did enjoy it because of the sentiment of the fact that, um, again, it's all about us trying to grow as a species and take care of our planet and take care of our environment and better it for whom, whom is coming next. And as a father, that's something that's always been important to me, but is especially important now. And I know that's uh, the same for Justin and Jordan. Anyone else? What are we reading now? Favorite books of all time? The Beyonders. Have you boys read that? No. No, I haven't read that either. Okay, it's on my list. Inkheart. Inkheart, okay. I will check that out as well. Very cool. More favorite books. Stand up and sell us on your favorite book. We're looking for another another book in the book club. 
The Stand. So that's a Stephen King book, right? Yeah. Who has read The Stand in here? So I have, uh, I have not read The Stand, but I have read many Stephen King books. In fact, I just finished, every October, I pick a Stephen King book and read it because, you know, to get in the spirit of Halloween. And so this year I picked Pet Cemetery. Who's read Pet Cemetery? Yes. Yes. Uh, Pet Cemetery was probably the hardest book um, to get through that I've ever read. And again, I think uh, anybody who's read it will understand. This is a book that Stephen King himself regretted publishing, and he went back and forth with his wife on whether or not they should publish this book because he thought it was too horrible. Not just because of it's scary, being scary, but because of the subject matter. It's all based on a true story when he was in, he went back to teach at his alma mater for a year in Maine. And him and his wife and his son and daughter were outside of their house, and there was an old road in front of their house that semi-trucks used to go back and forth. Um, and uh, his two-year-old son took off, and he describes the incident as this, that when the human mind goes through a truly traumatic experience, you can't make sense of what actually happened, of what was real. So to this day, he doesn't know whether his son tripped right before the road, before the semi-truck came by, or whether he caught up to him. And so he wrote a book based on the um, possibility of what if he didn't catch up to him. And uh, to be honest, it was, it, was, it was wonderfully written, but it was, uh, it was you know, terrible in its subject matter. So, so I don't know if I could recommend that book. <laughs> but I will read The Stand because my dad did tell me, going back to that, sorry. I'm going on a tangent. Going back, my dad has told me that's his favorite Stephen King work, and uh, he is my favorite recommender of books, so I will read that. Anyone else? Dracula. Who wrote Dracula? Bram Stoker. That's right. Very cool. Bram Stoker. Did I, didn't I recommend you Dracula, Justin? <laughs> Did you finish Dracula? Tony, you did recommend Dracula to me, but there were so many books on my list that I didn't quite get to it. <laughs> That's okay, buddy. That happens. Um, go ahead. Did you enjoy Dracula? Yeah? Oh, elaborate, please. The language was confusing. Yeah, that's actually a challenge of reading uh, a lot of classic fiction is, you know, you have to adjust the language. But once you get in the groove and you get the hang of it, it's fun. And um, who here has read Dracula? A lot of people, yes. Um, if you haven't, it's a perfect book for, for this time of the year. And uh, does anybody know what style it's written in? What's that called when it's, when it's written as letters or journal entries? Who knows what that's called? It's not an English teacher. <laughs> Over here. Epistolary, yes, thank you. <laughs> but yes, Dracula is a phenom phenomenal book. All right, anyone else? A couple more. <laughs> Game of Thrones, who's read Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones is certainly a challenging book. A lot about food. <laughs> Anyone else? One more. Yes. Dante's Inferno. Is that a um, poem? That's right. Okay. I've never read Dante's Inferno. Tell, sell us on it, please. <laughs> okay. Well, what is it about? Okay, he's going to, okay, so it's like Lost. 
Yeah? No one's seen the show Lost in here, I'm sure. <laughs> the teacher in the back has. <laughs> okay, a question for you all. Let's see if I get this right. Uh, the English teachers in the room will correct me if I'm wrong. What is the oldest, who knows this, the oldest recorded story? What was the first written story? A little louder. Epic of Gilgamesh, yes, correct, well done. Someone in the back, stand up and tell us all about the Epic of Gilgamesh. Oh wait, hold on, I'm gonna bring you this. So, the Epic of Gilgamesh is about this guy who wants to be immortal, so he goes on this big journey to try to find something to be uh, immortal, and the people, the, the gods don't want him to be immortal, uh, immortal and uh, it takes a long time for him to try to find the secret to immortality, but then as soon as he finds it, in the shape of a plant, the uh, serpent comes by and takes it away. That's right. Um. I'm sure you talked about this in class, but I recently reread it, and something interesting that I drew some parallels from, and correct me if I'm wrong, all the English teachers, but in a way, the Epic of Gilgamesh is kind of the basis of all of our modern media culture. So say for example, what's, uh, what, you know the term bromance, right? Everybody knows that. What's, a, what's the latest movie bromance? Throw one out there. Okay, Twilight maybe not. Okay, who's seen the movie I Love You Man? Who's seen I Love You Man with Paul Rudd? You guys, you guys are so young. Okay. <laughs> okay, never mind. Moving on. Um, all right, well, let's talk about what about fiction versus nonfiction? How many people in the room, raise your hand, enjoy reading fiction more than nonfiction? I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl, too, because I use CoverGirl Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation, America's number one anti-aging foundation brand. Simply Ageless is skincare and makeup in one. It instantly reduces the look of wrinkles and even skin tone. With hyaluronic complex and vitamin C for plump skin and a healthy youthful glow. So be a cover girl like me. And me. And get better skin at any age. Try Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation from easy, breezy, beautiful CoverGirl. Okay, and what about nonfiction? Okay, interesting. Justin, what about you? What do you like to read more? Uh, my bad, Tom. <laughs> I'm gonna go with fiction, Tom. Fiction? Uh, I'm a nonfiction fan. So, who, uh, for someone who likes nonfiction, can you maybe stand up and tell us why you prefer that as opposed to fiction, sure? Hi, my name is Abraham, and hi. So the reason why I love nonfiction a lot more is because it talks about the real world, and you can actually, by reading nonfiction, you can actually help this world, and you can learn a lot more. That's right. Well said. Very well said, Abraham. Okay, now somebody who enjoys reading fiction, let's stand up and hear the argument for fiction. Go right, Abraham's friend, right here. Hey, gentlemen. My name is Ryan. <laughs> I like fiction more because um, in the real world there's a lot of things that can happen that would be funnier or scarier if they did happen. And so um, I like it when bad things happen to people in books. It's really funny. And so bad things can happen in real 
<laughs> Can you give us uh, an example? What's uh? Wait, hold on, Kyle. Hold on. What's an example of a book that that uh, kind of represents what you talk about? <laughs> he did. He did, the Whomping Willow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funnier. Okay, I got you. All right. Very well said, both of you. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's kind of get it back and forth going. Um, so do you have any general questions for myself, Justin, and Jordan about reading? It can be about soccer. It can be about um, anything. Um, I'd be interested to hear your questions. Yes, Abraham. Favorite team besides Real Salt Lake? I know Jordan's answer, so we'll go to Justin. Mm, I like Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, gross. Uh, Jordan and I both like Arsenal. So, Arsenal, there we go. All right, someone else. I'll pass the mic as well. Yes, in the back. Favorite book of all time? Uh, that you've read. That I've read. That's a tough question. There's loads of good books, but I'm going to go with Harry Potter. I think that that series was just incredible. Um, I remember getting the last book and sitting down and reading it in a day and not eating or anything. Um, so, yeah, that's, that was a staple of my childhood for sure. Uh, my favorite book, I can't remember the author off the top of my head right now, uh, but it's called Once We Were Brothers. Um, uh, it's about um, a family that was separated by World War II, um, and the main character um, stumbles upon his brother um, who fought on the opposite side of the war. So, very interesting story. Um, I read it when I was in high school, so it's been a little while, but it's one that stuck with me for a while. Mm. Now that you mentioned that, my my sister just got that for my brother for his birthday as well. So yeah. I might need a favorite book. Me as well. Uh, favorite book. People ask me that a lot, and that's a it's a tough question. Uh, the easier answer for me is probably favorite author. And um, who here knows Haruki Murakami? <laughs> yes, we gotta hang out after and talk about <laughs> books. Um, so. The easier answer for me is probably anything that he's written. Um, I've devoured all of it, and uh, he's my favorite author. But I would say guilty pleasure answer would, of course, be Harry Potter, um, because it's also a memory, and I hope all of you have this, that resonates with me. Similar to Justin, my sister and I would go every midnight and uh, go to the release, and we'd each buy a copy of the book and go home and, and read it, and, uh, you know, I can... Yes, just, just happy memories of that book and um, what Miss Rowling has done for to spur a generation of readers, I think, is tremendous. So that's another good answer. Okay, next question. You said you're an Arsenal fan, right? Yeah. How do you feel about the Alexis Sanchez trade? I'll pass this over to Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked out pretty well. Uh, he 
Arsenal's not doing too well at Manchester United, so yeah, it's been good. Uh, anybody else? Questions? Soccer reading? Hmm. I'm a big sci-fi fantasy. I like being transported to a different world and kind of forgetting about what's going on um, in, in daily life. Um, I have been trying to kind of read books that will ch challenge me intellectually and get me thinking and, and think about the world as it is today um, and, and trying to better myself, but I get caught and just fall back to the sci-fi or, or mysteries or those type of genres. Um, I would probably say magical realism, if I had to pick something. Uh, it's a lot of what Murakami writes. Um, Marquez, also another one. Um, but I'd also say, I really, I read a lot of history books, or I used to. When I was your guys' age and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, I used to love Indiana Jones. And so I started reading history books because I wanted to be an archaeologist just like him. And that's actually what I majored in in college um, because of that. So um, a lot of history books as well. Um, for me, it's um, kind of a cross between uh, books about history, books on philosophy. Um, I like learning about the world. Um, like you, Abraham, that's how I like to get my information through reading. Um, so yeah, I'd say history and uh, philosophy for me. Who likes Harry Potter? We already established, everybody likes Harry Potter. Who knows who Robert Galbraith is? Yeah. Robert Galbraith, anyone? So if you like mysteries, Robert Galbraith is actually J.K. Rowling. It's a pseudonym that she writes under, and she has a murder mystery series um, that's in its fourth installment right now. It just came out last week, actually, Lethal White. So if you like mysteries, check out Robert Galbraith. Okay, any more questions? Yes? Favorite sport that's not soccer? Easily an NBA. NBA is a league. My favorite sport is uh, basketball, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back and change my answer. <laughs> I like basketball. Uh, I would probably say ping pong. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. I know how to win a room. Uh, ping pong in particular, just to give you a, well, I dominate Jordan and Justin, so that's why I really enjoy ping pong. So. <laughs> You're lucky there's not three mics <laughs> Okay. Anyone else? Maybe ask the teachers what they're Ah, thank you. Teachers, can we go around and hear your favorite books? Thank you, Bobby. Quiet down, quiet down. Ah, uh, yes. It's uh, stories just about, you know, just regular life in Dublin. I love it because it's, uh, it's just beautiful prose, and it's, uh, it, it tells, it like masters the art of the short story. You guys in my class, which has been very, you know, quiet today in terms of asking questions, we just got done reading short stories. I love short stories. As an English teacher, I shouldn't say this, but short stories are way better than novels. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
I have not read James Joyce. My dad's been trying to get me to read that, so I will do that. From the gentleman who just spoke, his class, what has been your favorite short story that you've read so far? Go ahead. Wow. Wow. All right. I, what's, that, what's that called again? We Ate the Children Last. I did not read that in high school, but <laughs> I will check it out. We Ate the Children Last. Yes. And that's from, what's your teacher's name? Mr. Hotley's class? Hotley, Mr. Hotley's class. All right. <laughs> um, what about a close second? The gentleman behind you. What's uh, another short story you've read? Say it again. What's that about? Oh my gosh, I remember this. And um, sorry to cut you off. Is it, there's like ballet dancing in the end? Okay, yep, of course, I remember that. You boys remember that? Of course, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, excellent. Um, any other questions out there? Yes. In the book club? So we, this was the last one that we discussed in the podcast. Who's read Ishmael? Before, no one, okay. Before that, we read I, Robot. Does anyone know, has anyone read I, Robot? Yes. Um, has anyone seen the movie? Okay. The movie and the book are only related by the title. So I would recommend to read the book. That's Isaac Isamoff. And um, it was written more than like 60 years ago, but it's still very, very relevant today, which made it all the more interesting. And the next book that we're reading is Tina Fey's Bossy Pants. Has anyone read that? So we're, these are, we're all doing books that the three of us have never read, but that are recommended to us by people in the club, other people in RSL. So our head massage therapist recommended Tina Fey's Bossy Pants. She loved that book. And so we're about to start reading that, and uh, we're excited. She's excited to hear us discuss that because it's going to be out of our element for sure. <laughs> what about what other books has the book clubs been reading here at Skyland? Oh, we just began. Okay. What's after Dracula? You're going to vote? All right. Exciting. Okay. Any other questions? Yes. How many team members are in the book club? One, two, three, Brody, Brooks, Dave, KK, Kyle. We've got, got about eight. But we're gaining traction in the locker room for sure. So we'll probably be at nine soon. <laughs> I saw another hand over here. Do we like Messi or Ronaldo better? I'm going to say no comment, but Justin and Jordan, go ahead. I got it this time, Tom. Messi. Yeah, Messi for me too. Who do you like guys like better? Raise your hand for Messi. Raise your hand for Ronaldo. Raise your hand for Justin Blatt. Yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> yes, Abraham. Favorite player of all time? Uh, David Beckham. For sure. I grew up watching him, and then I played against him when he was on the Galaxy. Um, asked for his jersey six times, got turned down six times, but he's my favorite player of all time, by far. I like watching 
Uh, Iniesta. Iniesta. He's probably my favorite. Back in the Barcelona era when they were winning everything. Yeah, my favorite uh, is Thierry Henry, uh, an Arsenal fan. He's an Arsenal legend. Abraham, what about yours? Um, it's either Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos, that's a good choice. And a defender, I like that. Excellent. Okay, we've got a, only a couple minutes left. Is there anything else you guys would like to ask or to discuss about reading or soccer or anything? Yes. So, for me, the reason why I enjoy history books, um, right now I take classes um, I take political science classes. I would like to one day um, be in politics in some type of form. Um, I enjoy reading or about reading about history for a little bit different reason. I like um, reading just to understand uh, how we got to where we are today. Um, so along the way, I do like reading up those or picking up those little nuggets like that. Um, I think it's super interesting. Um, but for me, the big draw to history is just um, having a better understanding of today um, and uh, why people think the way they do, um, why people act the way they do, why we have certain um, social ideals. Um, so that's really my draw. Um, i trying to think of something, uh, like a little fact I could give you off the top of my head, but I'm blanking out a little bit, I'm sorry. Two more questions. Um, yeah, we got time for two more questions, so we'll go with you two back there, whatever, whatever order you want to go. <laughs> I love pineapple on pizza. I love it. I'm indifferent, but if I was ordering it personally, I'd say, nah. <laughs> I'm a pro athlete, so I don't eat pizza. <laughs> uh, I would have hoped my... Coworkers would say that. <laughs> this was before I was pro. <laughs> of course. Uh, oh yes, in the back, last one. Um, do you guys play any sports other than soccer, or like while you were growing up? Yeah, definitely while we were growing up. Right now, we're the way our contracts work. Um, we're not technically supposed to play sports outside of soccer, um, just because of the risk of injury. Like for example, here we're not allowed to snowboard or ski, but. Um, Growing up, I was really into golf, so that was a sport that I played. I play anything and everything except for golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played a ton of sports growing up, uh, pretty much everything, but the only organized sport I played um, or took part in is I ran track in high school also um, for my high school. Oh yeah, that's true, I did that too. Okay, everyone. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today and coming here and talking and listening to us. Uh, the three of us were really excited about it, and um, we hope you were as well. And again, just to show the power of reading, uh, you know, we're all total strangers, and we're able to have a dialogue and talk about books and, and things that we can relate on. So that's what it's all about. So nice to meet you all, and thank you for coming.
been an RSL Podcast Network production in cooperation with the RSL Foundation. Our music is Take Me to the Riot by Stars from their album In Our Bedroom After the War. Special thanks to Skyline High School in Salt Lake City for having us out. If you want to find more episodes from Tony's podcast, search I'll Be Right Back on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you might find podcasts. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.